Hello English Podcast, a podcast for EFL learners and teachers. Hello everyone, this is one more episode of the Follow English Podcast. Today is March the 25th, 2020. I'm Marcos Gazana and I'm speaking from Porto Alegre in the south of Brazil. In this episode, I want to discuss the impact of COVID-19 on English language teaching and also on proficiency exams. Uh, make some predictions, discuss different ways people and governments are responding to the spread and uh, share some of the uh, things that I'm going through in my own experience, uh, different ways I, I have adapted to this new reality. So uh, first of all, I think that um, right now on May, sorry, March 25th, 2020, the world has stopped, I could say. So uh, we have no ideas about how uh, serious will the economic crisis uh, be. But one thing is for sure, uh, I think most people and uh, most governments uh, have decided to uh, stop and to to uh, impose a kind of lockdown in order to prevent the virus from spreading even more, even further. So it's a difficult situation for everyone. Um, I was also caught by, I think everyone was caught by surprise. So uh, we, in, in a situation like this, we have to take a quick decision and uh, a decision that can actually shape your next three, four months, or maybe even more. Um, I have no ideas how long this virus uh, spread and, and this, this threat is going to be out there, but uh, I, I don't know if governments will be able to keep the lockdown for, for so long, because here, down here in Brazil, uh, where I live, um, I think very quickly... Uh, lots of people wouldn't have enough to eat and uh, uh, I don't know what, what could happen in this case. Probably lots of unemployed people, uh, maybe looting, I, I, I don't know. So as, a, as an EFL teacher that I am, I have been teaching for more than 25 years now. So I had to adapt very quickly to this new reality. Right now, I, I managed to keep, I think, uh, 80 to 85% of my students. I even had some people looking for new students, looking for classes now, because probably a lot of people are supposed to stay at home and uh, either work from home or, or take some, you know, uh, time out in this lockdown process. And then many people who still have the money are investing and want to do something uh, while they wait uh, for this to pass. So, um, 
I think the first thing to do is to go fully online because you want to protect yourself and your family. So I think it's a, a, a very good idea is for EFL teachers is to try to go fully online. I've been using basically uh, three different uh, software. Uh, two of them, I think, are very well known to all of us. Um, I've been using Skype and uh, Hangout, Google Hangout. Also, more recently, one of my students shared with me this uh, site uh, called Whereby. So it's whereby.com. And you can uh, sign up for free. You can create your profile. And then you can create uh, several chat rooms or video conferencing rooms, whatever you want to call them. And you can decide on the... So, for example, in my case, I created uh, a room with my company's name. And the students can join in. Then you can create several different uh, classes with different names and just send them the link. They don't need to install any software. They just need to be um, connected to the Internet. And then they can connect directly with you using a laptop. Even on a, on a smartphone, like a handheld device, it, it would certainly work. But maybe then, if you have the opportunity, if you are supposed to be at home, it's better to use a laptop in this case, or even a desktop, if that's what you have. Or um, another option would be a tablet. So you can go directly to this web address. So it's going to be whereby.com/slash uh, whatever name you decide. And in this case, you can have your, you can keep your class going. Yes, I, I also wanted to talk, so this is the way to go online, to go fully online and to try to keep your students, give them, uh, offer some flexibility in terms of schedule and uh, that's the way to go, I think. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about is the proficiency exams because I prepare students for IELTS and I noticed that the British Council has made an announcement, uh, well, uh, I think it was a couple of days ago. So they made this announcement. They put up on the page uh, uh, the announcement saying that the tasks have been suspended until the 9th of April. Um, I personally believe that this number will probably be extended in the near future as, uh, well, England, uh, UK has just gone into this uh, lockdown and in... Uh, they're calling this suppression. Yeah, so suppression versus mitigation. In some parts in the world, here in, in Porto Alegre, in my, my hometown, they have imposed a fine. They have been imposing a, a fine on um, people over 60 years old who go to the streets without no real need, no real purpose. So you can basically go to the pharmacy and to the supermarket and that's basically it. All the all the shops are closed here in Porto Alegre, and um, I think all around Brazil, at least in the in the capitals. Um, and this is it. This is the situation now. So I've been teaching online since last Wednesday. Last Wednesday was the first day, and today I'm completing eight days 
of basically online classes this is the way now um, just to finish about the proficiency exams um, I believe that all other exams like TOEFL and in the Cambridge exams have already uh, been uh, suspended Cambridge exams I mean the main suite the CAE FCE CPE they they have been postponed to the next uh, term which will be the next dates would be in December early December end of November early December it may be a little different in different parts of the world but I believe it's pretty much around the same dates you know? um, and uh, I don't know when this will be back and yeah? so this uh, also has uh, an impact on the ELT um, uh, industry let's say the the fact that we ma many students look for classes because they have to do the exams and uh, if we don't have the exams then of course there is a reduction in the number of students um, so my my advice I'm just rambling on here I'm not I, I don't have like a list of things to talk about but it's just things that come to my mind I'm not here to discuss politics or uh, just to give you a personal account of what I was able to do and uh, it, it all started last Monday on the 16th of March uh, I had like a kind of full day ahead but then um, a couple of my Tuesday students canceled the class uh, on, so on Monday they sent me a message canceling the class on Tuesday then on Tuesday I had uh, one more who canceled the class uh, during the day so he, he paid for the class but he didn't show up um, then when I got home this started boiling in my mind you know I started thinking uh, about it um, wow what am I going to do um, what about this crisis that is coming and what if all my students stop yeah I depend on that I have kids I so it's uh, it's the way I make a living then I went home and when I was at home in the evening two more students canceled the, their classes on Wednesday then I thought no well w tomorrow I need to take a position and uh, make it clear to my students that uh, they also position themselves if they're going to continue or keep the classes and then I did that and to my surprise the response uh, was very good uh, I mean most of my students uh, capped their classes and uh, I, I made a little video that I shared via WhatsApp with all of them and uh, uh, one thing I always do and this is something you can also do if you are an EFL teacher is well I've been out there in the market teaching English for quite a while now uh, as I said more than 25 years so I developed this kind of um, you know a set of rules that we that to establish the rules with my students as I'm not a language school uh, yet or I'm not as big as a language school but I I, I, I try to be as, pro as professional as one as I have my own office here and in the I, I have the classes, the face-to-face -face classes here. Uh, so I have these rules that they have to cancel in advance, 
because now um, with all this going on out there, it's very important that you keep your communication channel uh, with your students open and that you can um, get to know in advance if you have to make changes to your schedule and manage your schedule. I think this is important. So try to develop clear rules about like, okay, tell me two days in advance. We can try to reschedule. That's what I normally do. Or, or I can give you a small discount uh, if, you, if you just want, simply want to cancel the class that week. Uh, I, I also gave my students the alternative of paying me a small fee uh, in case they don't want to do the classes online, uh, but they want to keep their schedule for May, let's say, or, or even for June. So I usually, uh, I, I have a kind of arrangement with my students. They pay 25% of the month, uh, the monthly fee. And then I, you know, sign them up. I keep their schedule for the upcoming months uh, ahead, you know. And this is another thing you can do at least to, to have an idea what your next months will look like. And uh, I think it's important now in these days of uncertainty to be able to manage uh, well your um, schedule and the number of classes you're going to be having it's good to know in advance uh, so this is it yes this is what i've been going through i i hope that all of you can keep teaching and uh, or if you're a student you can keep studying and maybe wait for the the dates. Maybe proficiency exams will be back soon. I don't know, July maybe, or um, it, it will all depend how the curve, how how effective we are in, how efficient we are in uh, actually flattening the curve. That's the expression they're using. So if we manage to. Uh, flatten the curve quite a bit maybe why not july or august we'll have the the new test uh, sessions for international students who you know people who need to go abroad and and sometimes for um, academic purposes sometimes for migration purposes so this is it and uh, also uh, i'll be you know this is a topic that everybody's talking about now so it's inevitable to to go into it and I wanted to make this uh, contribution by also maybe uh, lending a hand or, or share at least sharing my experience to other EFL teachers who are in trouble uh, and you know so I've been using then hangout hangout is 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 interesting because you can have more than um, just one-on-one -on -one class more than one student so you can have a couple of students or three four students maybe more than that it starts to become more difficult to interact you know uh, via video skype is generally used one-on-one -on -one, as far as i can remember and this whereby allows you to have four people four participants that's pretty interesting it's a pretty interesting solution you don't need to install anything yeah also uh, the class dynamic changes a lot so uh, adapting to this new um, interaction is is important it's an important issue as well I've been trying to 
scan a lot of materials and uh, one thing I always do but now of course there is a need to do it even more is what I call recycling so I I kind of reuse the materials with different students uh, sometimes even different levels and I try to adapt the the materials or even my approach to the students level that's another uh, wise thing to do in case you want to save time because there's going to be a lot of scanning a lot of sending files it, you know uh, I've been correcting a lot of uh, essays as well so students have to send me I have to print it's good to have a in my case here I, I the printer is very important for me because I print and I mark their their essays and then I I scan again and I send them back then I make my comments online uh, um, so they have the, the the notes there in the scanned corrected versions and this is basically what I've been doing and how I've been surviving so every day is a new day uh, stay safe I hope you're all uh, learning something or if you are an EFL teacher uh, I wish you best of luck try to do your best on your online classes ah by the way one last thing just something I remembered right now futurelearn.com uh, which is one of these educational online educational um, sites like what's it called Coursera.org so futurelearn.com is offering an online course about teaching online so if you're interested you can join this course it started a couple of days back but you can still join and uh, you can at least watch the videos it's free you you just uh, uh, pay if you want to have the certificate but otherwise it's free and maybe even in this case in, in the case of this specific course maybe even the with the certificate you 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 won't have to pay anything uh, if I'm not wrong some something like that but anyway the course itself it's free you can watch the videos you can interact with people um, it's not only uh, ELT professionals or EFL teachers but it's uh, people from around the world people who teach uh, online and or, or who want to learn how to teach online new skills that you need to develop the the different sorts of activities that you can you can do how you can give your students feedback etc 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 so this is it it's getting too long already almost 20 minutes here so thank you for listening i hope you're all fine and stay safe stay at home be careful take care of your relatives and and dear ones and i'll see you next time bye